We need to say more funny stuff. Yeah. Oh, right now. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Get my asshole wax? That's a walk in the park. <laughs> Does it hurt? No, just as long as you don't get it near, you know, near the little, yeah, the little winker, as I call them. <laughs> <laughs> the new um, riding a bike is, it's, it's like, like getting your asshole, asshole waxed. <laughs> Haley, could you get this uh, report in for me by the end of the week? <laughs> oh, I can get one of those bad boys done for you. It's like getting your asshole waxed. I'm, excuse me, so I'm sorry, what? You know. Boss, <laughs> getting your asshole waxed. Oh, Easy man. peasy. Hey. Asshole squeezy. <laughs> I like the idea that there is a literal bone inside of a bone. The penis. Of the yeah. penis. It, it appears <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> through magic. And then what comes out is marrow. That's bone. <laughs> it's the bone. It's the liquid bone. bone. <laughs> you ate you the ate bones? The bone? <laughs> you ate all the liquid bone? We should start this bad boy. Let's start this bad boy. <laughs> Hi, guys and gals. Hello, everyone. My name is Zach. And my name is Haley. And, and we're, we're not, not together. together. How are you doing? I th I'm doing pretty good. Are you asking me or our listeners? I'm asking you. Oh, I I'm doing pretty good. I had a good week. We had a long weekend. Yeah. Three-day weekend. Not long enough, am I right? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Couple of weekend warriors over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yep. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> weekend warriors is such a funny term for someone who spends most of the weekend hungover. <laughs> <laughs> and some people who hate their jobs. Right, just hate <laughs> their job. Hate most of, from five out of seven days of the week. They hate Living it. the nightmare. <laughs> living the nightmare. <laughs> Um, it was pretty good. It was also Valentine's mm -hmm. weekend. Yeah, love is um, in the air. Love is in the air. My Valentine, uh, my Valentine presentation went really well. Oh yeah. Yes, went over well. On Friday, I set up a scavenger hunt for Stevie. Very nice. That ended with a pair of earrings I got her. Wow. She loved it. How many steps was this scavenger hunt? It was thirteen. Wow. Yeah. Unlucky for some. <laughs> but lucky for us, because mm -hmm. that's the day we met. September oh, okay. 13th. That's so that's like cute. our anniversary day. So every little bit meant something. Yes. It's very Leslie Nope of you. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, oh, my God. This is also extra Leslie Nope, because what I did is I, like, <laughs> there were, there were, like, clues, you know? But mm -hmm. then related to the clues, like, if it was about the refrigerator, if the thing was in the refrigerator, I would write, like, something that I love about her. And so, like, for that one, it was like, I love how you don't judge me when I'm super high and raid the fridge. <laughs> you know? So it was, like, all, like, related to the clues and stuff. That's so good. It was great. Went wow. over well. That's incredible. How was your valen Valentine's? It was good. I, um, we had decided because just, like, our birthdays are both in the fall and then Halloween's in between those. And then there's, like, Thanksgiving, all the parties in between, Christmas, like, mm -hmm. just, and we, we kind of went all out for gifts and stuff um, on all those days. So we were just like, let's do something simple, not like go crazy for gifts because also our year anniversary will come up in a couple months. Cool. And like that'll be a big, you know, thing. Um, we did, of course, still do stuff. Yeah. Um, I made some, I made dinner. I made like these um, like apple cider pork chops. 
and uh, I printed, I got, gave him a key to uh, my apartment. And I was going to get wait till Valentine's Day, but I had it like on my ring for a really long time. Oh. And then there was this time where um, he was at my place like way before I was and I still had to get some stuff. And he was just like waiting outside. And oh, I no. got there and I was like, hey, so let's make sure this doesn't happen again. Uh, do you want your Valentine's present early? And he's like, sure. And of course, I gave it to him. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was very cute. But then he made a really mini scavenger hunt for me, what? Uh, which led into led to it was just like a, like one or two clues but it led to his apartment key that's so, like, so cute that was a big gift to each other that's so cute and neither of you had like talked about that that would be the plan no not for that day no i mean we had talked about i, I had brought up the idea of him having a key because i feel like he spends a lot of time at my place anyway so yeah it just made sense but mm-hmm. we officially did it that's so great yeah Congrats. it was very cool and then it was just a long weekend like you said like, yeah Lots of stuff. Um, we played um, uh, putt-putt with another couple. It was a double date. Cool. Um, we kicked that other couple's ass. Fuck yeah. Which is like, when you're at a double date, you're, you're kind of competing against who's, the best couple. Who's the best couple, right? Yeah. Is that why we've never been on a double date? Because <laughs> it would, <laughs> too contentious. Yeah. <laughs> it would get bloody. We'd have to like split up. Like if we did charades, we'd have to like I'll be with Stevie and then you can be with Brant. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like it would either like we'd all all go just like whole hog, mm-hmm. or me and you would team up and be like, let's fucking destroy the these yeah, motherfuckers. We'd fucking, they would know it's coming. <laughs> they would be fucking wrecked. We would wreck them. Those idiots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that was a good. That one. was a good one. Yeah. Oh man, it was good though. But I'm glad you had fun. Yeah, thanks. But also, like, if you don't celebrate Valentine's Day or if you don't have a Valentine, who cares? Yeah, it that's doesn't really too. matter. It's a made-up yeah, holiday. It really is. I I posted that the other. I, I've spent so many. This is my first Valentine's Day with like, a, I feel like a real Valentine. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. But also, we didn't make a, a huge deal of it. I think couples who like post long things on Instagram or Facebook are obnoxious. Mm-hmm. I still think that. Um, did you do that? I did. You're fine. <laughs> it's fine when you do it. <laughs> well, I didn't do like a long thing. Right. But it was like. It was cute. Yeah. It was just like pictures and like, I look at this as my Valentine. Right. Whatever. Yeah. I can't remember what I wrote, but But it's like it's that. totally fine. Like to not have that. It's just dumb. I, I made a post about like, I was just like, hey, Valentine's Day is a made up holiday, but you're still cute. <laughs> and then I had so many people be like, um, every holiday is a made up holiday. Like you're, that's not the. The headline of this is, you cute, okay? <laughs> you cute. Don't yeah. make me take that back. Yeah, I mean, it, everything is like, the only things that have meaning are like what we apply exactly, meaning to. Yeah. So it's like, you can apply as much or as little meaning to it as you want. Yeah. You know? As And as much as you also say that, it is so easy, easy to feel so bummed on a stupid day. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy how that can make you, there's so much pressure to have fun on like, like Halloween, your birthday, like any of those things. It's that's so true. annoying. That's true. It sucks. Well, do you want? Do you think that that's like partly because now any any time anyone does something, we see it online, and Especially there's that FOMO so, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's we live in an age of FOMO. You know, right? It's so easy to be looking at your neighbors like stuff because they're putting on a billboard right in front of your fucking face right there was at least a level of like before social media where it's like well i don't really know what anyone else's life is like unless i'm really close to them i mean just imagine like you go into work and then your coworker is like 
oh my god just in in person like i love my boyfriend so <laughs> much we have been there been together for so long we have a dog now and it's like our son and honestly i've never felt a love like that you'd be like karen you're a this is you're obnoxious get out of my <laughs> fucking face try and get some coffee that would be annoying it'd be annoying if people were talking like they talked online is that you know what like i feel like christmas cards were what social media is now but at least they can only do it once a year <laughs> yeah, one time a year one time a year you get one time a year you get your one fucking picture mm-hmm. with the whole fam yeah and then you get to brag that fucking jason's in the national honor society now yeah. and jessica won first place in ballet and tom got a raise and a promotion at fucking cunt corp you know, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. Oh, does it all rhyme? Oh, did you all dress up like you're in Quentin Tarantino movies? Oh, that's so cute. It's kind of weird that you had your six-year-old daughter dress up like the coke addict in that movie. But okay, sure. <sighs> we salty today. We're so salty. This is I fun. like this energy that we're going in. Let's solve some problems. <laughs> uh, we're doing another listener episode, um, as you can tell by this. Now it's now it's a pattern. Uh, we're doing it right. every other week. Um, so please keep sending those in to us. Uh, we love getting them and we love answering them. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, first up, I think Zach oh, a had a follow up. Yeah. 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 Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. So, um, a couple, so two weeks ago we had somebody asking about, um, things to do when you're sober in New York city. Um, we gave some kind of general answers, but I, uh, did some research. I talked to some uh, friends in New York and asked them, um, what they thought. Um, and I also looked up some things on um, glbtnearme.com, which is a great resource for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's like any any city? Any city, yeah. Okay, great. You, it was very easy to use. You just type in your zip code and then like the radius that you're looking for. Oh, that sounds great. It was great. It was so great. Keep in mind, if you're in a smaller town, you might have to expand that radius. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, but so specifically in New York, uh, there were a couple groups. Uh, people kept talking about uh, this group called Geeks Out, which is like a uh, a queer, geeky uh, group that holds social events. They also do uh, this thing called FlameCon, which is like an LGBT um, like Comic-Con type event. Um, yeah, very cool. Uh, there is the uh, Queer Exchange NYC uh, Facebook group, which is a great resource for people looking for basically anything um, from selling stuff to just looking for support. Um, I found something called Gay Fight Club, uh, <laughs> which is a boxing club. And okay, yeah, their Instagram is Gay Fight Club NYC. If it was a real fight club, do you think we'd be talking about it? <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, I found this great article. So it like it seems like there's kind of a bit of a sober movement going on um, that people want to still go out, but they don't drink. Uh, and so a bar just opened called uh, Listen Bar. It's like a speakeasy vibe, but it's totally sober um, virgin cocktails, but it still gives you that bar vibe that you might be missing. Um, there are a bunch of book clubs. One is called Les B Book Club, <laughs> or there's the NYC Gay Guys Book Club. Uh, let's see, uh, Gays for Good, which is a group that volunteers their time to various social welfare events. Uh, queer Soup Night, which is a queer social gathering with soup. <laughs> I love that. I love that, that a lot. Fun. Yeah. Uh, Veg Out, which was a uh, queer vegetarian group. Um, Dom Sub Friends Society, which is a pansexual BDSM group. That's domsubfriends.com. Um, yeah, I found a lot of stuff. A lot of that stuff... Um, you know, people told me about, but most of it I found on glptnearme.com. That's excellent. Yeah, it was very cool. 
So Thanks, I, Zach, for doing all that work. No problem. Um, yeah, I was really happy to because I know it's like, I mean, I haven't been the, you know, the total sober thing, but I've done it for like a month or two just for my own health. And like, it is kind of a bummer going out and everybody's drinking. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But yeah, also when you interact with someone who's like at a different sobriety level than you, mm-hmm. it's just like the you can't really have a connection sure. there. And it it just feels of, weird. Yeah, it be, can be kind of like goofy or cute at first, but then it's like it, it's grating. It can get grating. It's probably really annoying. Yeah. You're yeah. not as sober acting as you think when you're drunk. <laughs> right, right. Like mostly when you're more sober than someone, it's it's cute for like a second and then it gets annoying. Yeah. Yeah. So I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's tons of groups. Um, yeah. Look up or reach out to any of those places. Um, they all seem like really great like resources but it sounds like you said glbt yep near me near me is is where you can find like all those things yeah i there was there were even more that i didn't list there were like yoga classes there were um like groups for people who are catholic and queer or jewish and queer or any other sort of uh faith or group or um and there's people there's groups who are specifically people of color who are queer or groups that are you know specifically bi or lesbian or gay and it, it's very cool that's excellent yeah well, thanks for that follow-up. I no hope problem. that helps not only our question asker, but a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a great resource. It does. It is. <laughs> it does and it is. It does and it is. And it will. And it will. Hmm. All right, next That's up. That's their motto. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible motto. What does it mean? <laughs> their mar- okay, their marketing team's garbage. Yeah. But... If you're looking, if you're a PR person and you're looking for a job, <laughs> contact TLBT and me. <laughs> All right. Uh, so <laughs> Not our, really. I'm sure they're correct. Yeah, no. <laughs> Don't listen to us. Yeah. All right. Uh, so here's our first question for today. Um, where do I meet emotionally available gay men? Mm-hmm. I feel like this is something people ask a lot. Yeah, yeah. And, and I even hear like, you know, because obviously I'm friends. Zach, I'm friends with other gay men. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> Who are they? Give me their names. <laughs> I will find them. But, um... I hear this a lot from gay men where they're like, you know, I'm ready for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, all these guys are, you know, this, that, and the other. They don't want to settle down, blah, 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 and all this stuff. And then I'm like, okay, well, I've talked to like 10 of you that have all said that. Right. So clearly there are at least 10 emotionally available <laughs> gay men. That, isn't that enough? Or supposedly. Right. You know what I mean? It is kind of a stereotype that gay men are just looking for sex or just not emotionally there or have Mm -hmm. daddy issues or something. There's something holding them back. And maybe there's some truth to that. I mean, especially when you're out in like a city, I think everybody is a little emotionally unavailable. I know plenty of lesbians like that too. Mm -hmm. So, well, there's always this feeling like somebody's trying to trade up or something. And so I get that. Um, I've also talked to like a couple friends who say things like that. And they're like, I go to the Abbey or go to West Hollywood every weekend. And like, I'm not finding anybody like. Right. (laughs) Like we're going to the club scene. Right. Which is like not the relationship scene. I feel like it's like going to Walmart and being like, there's no good art in here. (laughs) (laughs) Where's all this good art? (laughs) I found the the shotguns are over there. But it's true. It's like me going to like Motherload in West Hollywood and being like, where are all the women? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they do have ladies night, but it's between 3 and 4 (laughs) p.m. I mean, 
the thing that like, I mean, the one thing that might help is like going on these sites like GLBT and me and finding something that speaks to your, um, I don't know, sensibilities or your interests and then doing that. I feel like you're going to find more people who are like-minded taking like a queer cooking class or a rock climbing class or going to yoga than you will going out at like a place called like Squirt or something. <laughs> well, and that's also where you can like actually establish a rapport with somebody, mm-hmm. which you cannot, I mean, and it's not the fault of anyone who attends the club, but mm-hmm. it's like that is not a setting where you can talk to anyone. It's not really what people are looking for there. That's mainly the thing is that right. if you're going out, you're either going out A, to just be with your friends, or B, you're going out for a hookup. Right. And so to expect more from those people is maybe putting a I, – I totally get the feeling and that stress of like, man, why aren't I, I with somebody? I feel like I'm great. I deserve to like be with somebody. But that's just putting a lot of pressure on some stranger. Right. Well, let's say to play devil's advocate. Sure. Let's say this person isn't going <laughs> to those clubs, but they're like on Tinder and Grinder and right. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's where they're not finding these men they're looking for. You know, what do we, what, what's the, I guess, what's the solution there? What's the solve there? I mean, you found Stevie online, yeah? That's true. Yeah. So yeah. It, it can happen. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's yeah, I, I it's just like, I mean, A, Grinder is probably not the right one because that, again, is not what that app is generally built for. Um, I just got a lot happier once I, I got rid of it. And mm-hmm. I know that that sucks to hear. And I feel like people say that all the time, but it just, it was not making me happy. And also just focusing on the, like that, why don't I have somebody right now was also not making me happy as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So I tried to focus more on my friendships and like my family and Mm -hmm. my work. And then eventually I found somebody and it just sort of fell in my lap. Right. Um, but I, I found that person hanging out with my gay friends at a board game night that I go to every month. Mm-hmm. And he happened to go to. And then we just started talking. And that was pretty much it. I feel like. Right. I mean, with there, somebody, something like that, when you're friends with their friends, there's already like a, I don't know, a what? bit of a rapport, you know, or something. Yeah. You already know that they're not like crazy a monster. yeah like you already know that they must be like relatively your speed mm-hmm. you know what i mean like um but yeah and i also like and like i've had a i've had a friend before you know talk about wanting to be a re- in a relationship and all this other stuff and mm-hmm. he can't find a guy who you know also wants to like commit and kind of you know wants more than just a hookup and yeah. then and then i talked to him about a lot of the guys he is with and then how he kind of is the asshole in the situation really yeah and i'm like well maybe you're the one who right is not emotionally ready you know what i mean right if 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 every single person you're meeting is not emotionally ready then maybe it might actually be you that's not yeah emotionally ready. which is fine i mean i there was a long time where i was not emotionally ready totally. for a relationship and that's okay but but yeah i think you need to get out of the mindset of I want to find somebody. I'm looking for somebody. And again, we're saying a lot of like cliches, I feel like, but it's yeah. true. Like once you're not looking actively for somebody is often when you kind of stumble and right. meet somebody. Well, I think also part of that is like the other half mindset is like no good. 
um, this feeling of like, oh, I'm going to be complete. Everything's going to fall into place once I'm with somebody is not a great way to live mm-hmm. because you want to be a whole person when you meet somebody and and then you should just be two whole people together that are great and complement each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say you can't lean on people. No, you should. Right? And you should. Absolutely. Exactly. You don't have to be like a perfect person, but I think you do have to like try, you mm-hmm. know, I, th- I think you can't like, I think you got to be proactive, but be proactive in the right ways. Right. And even when you meet that person, take the time to get to know them. You're not going to immediately be like, oh, this is the guy. When I first met Brant, I wasn't like immediately sure, but we got to know each other after like over the course of, of some time. And mm-hmm. and it turned out to be one of the best things ever, you know? Yeah. Um. But if I had just been like, oh, I don't know. I mean, because honestly, I was I think I was like pretty scared to like really commit to something but i wanted to i remember that goes yeah yeah and And it is scary it's scary yeah i think i was too when Mm -hmm. i started like dating stevie i was like scared to kind of commit i think i was always a little afraid of commitment again because of that foam i do have that fomo and that fomo culture we have but like am i gonna miss out on all the fun dates out there yeah exactly exactly you (laughs) know don't exist there's no such thing as a fun (laughs) (laughs) did we answer that I, I think so. so. I think we, we think we touched on it. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I, there's unfortunately no concrete answer and it's. Yeah. I wonder if there is an app that's maybe Tinder is better for a, if you want a relationship. Mm-hmm. If you're a gay man. Cause, cause maybe the a lot ones of people are talking about hinge hinge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so again, maybe you have to know somebody, right? You each have to know, have a mutual or something like that. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. I know there's one like that or even Bumble. Like, I feel like any app that requires like a little more effort than like, you know, one word in one picture, like, cause don't those, you have to answer questions mm-hmm. on Bumble or something, you know, yeah. I feel like those people are probably looking for something a little more. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I cause don't I don't want to discount apps altogether because I know that's how they can be very are. helpful for a yeah. lot of people. We're all very busy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And that's how like people, you know, our age date mm-hmm. at this point. So I also don't want to like make it sound like we're, talking down on people who are hooking up because hooking up is also super fucking fun excellent and you should do it absolutely yeah yeah if that's what you want to do do it that's great hey you didn't hear it here but sex is fun it's fun sex is fun do it safely yes (laughs) okay (laughs) all right now we're taking a uh, the science portion of today's episode very scientific uh (laughs) question we got here um <laughs> from uh our friend brandon you good, know yeah co-worker you know who you are good friend um is cum flammable <laughs> gut instinct no um well, zach wait a minute <laughs> okay <laughs> sorry the lesbian has some, something to say yes continue i got something to say is this i'm everybody i'm assuming do, does he mean sperm or just all cum Come. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, I think knowing Brandon, he means he sperm. Means sperm. He probably means male ejaculate. Male ejaculate. <laughs> that naughty batter He's, that we love. <laughs> that naughty boy batter. Yeah, naughty boy batter. Mm. Um, probably not. I haven't tried it. I haven't tried lighting gum, <laughs> mine or anybody else's, on fire. Um, 
This is a scientific podcast. Oh, of course. 100%. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And there is one. So we have two scientists in the room. Mm-hmm. And they're... They're, here they are now. <laughs> Benson. Only... Bunsen. <laughs> Bunsen. Beaker. Please ejaculate into this Please cup. ejaculate into this cup. Um, Zach, what are you willing to do for science is my question. What? <laughs> what are you willing to do for science is my question. Are you asking me to leave the room and masturbate into something and then light it on fire? Well, you said it. Okay. Um, I don't think it's going to work, but how much How much will you pay me? <laughs> how much does, okay, how much does sperm at the sperm bank go for? You get like Ooh, 40 bucks a for cup? For me? A, a pretty boy like me? You are a pretty boy. A pretty you have a college degree. Mm-hmm. You're what, 5'10"? 11. 5'11". <gasps> that is some prime boy batter. Yeah, that's some prime boy batter. And it's just going to go totally wasted. <laughs> Do you see my little lesbian yeah. eyes going, ooh. <laughs> this is just a long con to get, <laughs> get to get a baby. Give me that boy back. <laughs> oh, um, Yeah, all right. Here, I'll just, uh, okay. just a second. Here I go. All right. Okay, there he goes. Just a second. There he goes. Zach, take this lighter. What? Take this lighter. Okay. Do you have a magazine, please? <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got boy bottoms uh, July 2017. Is that okay? Is that a highlights movie? <laughs> we'll take that. All right, I'll be back. Okay. <sighs> I hope this works. <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go. No, what Literally, happens? You gotta go. Everything's on fire oh, and everything's no. covered in cum. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, but also, no, cum is not flammable. <laughs> if anything, it's flame resistant. <laughs> You put your DNA all over All the over, and it's not burning for some reason. <laughs> Everything else is on fire, but the cum is not burning. Um, no. The arsonist cum. was really easy to find. His <laughs> DNA was everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> There's got to be a... There's got to be a... a just a... I'm, I'm going to really quickly, all jokes aside, Google <laughs> is cum flammable. Uh, do, do, My do, do, guess do. is no. It's water-based. Highly flammable cotton fabrics refuse to burn when they're coated with herring sperm. I don't know why they use herring sperm. They also say refuse as if they're like, mm-mm. Yeah. Nope. It's a, um, there was a, there's a one uh, question that's, that asks, is semen flammable? Like, like the sailors? Like is, Uh. and then somebody's like, I assume you mean semen. (laughs) That's in male ejaculate. (laughs) No. It's mostly water. So. Right. No. So, question: that If you covered what? your house in cum, in cum, ooh, could it never burn down? You'd have to keep it moist. <laughs> You'd have to keep keep reapplying. It. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Beautiful. Great. Great question. Thanks, Brandon. We did say judgment. <laughs> Where free. do they live? It's at the White House at the end of the lane. You can't miss it. It smells horrible. <laughs> They're constantly rubbing spunk all over it. <laughs> Hi, neighbor. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hi, neighbor. <laughs> Where does he get all that deer semen? <laughs> so we have another very good question that was sent to us over uh, Instagram uh, from an anonymous person. Uh, this question asks, how would you approach a significant other 
who seems averse to sex based on previous relationships? Great question. It's a very good question. Um, it's a question that felt a little above our pay grade. <laughs> yeah. um, so I did reach out to our favorite sex expert, Anne Hottership. Yay! Love her. Uh, if you haven't listened to either of her episodes, they're great. Um, she's fantastic. Check them out. If you want someone who knows what the fuck they're talking about instead of us, listen to those episodes. Should we give her the podcast? <laughs> We yes. could just be guests. <laughs> That's a great, great yeah. idea. Anyway, so I, I talked to Anne, and mm -hmm. Anne sent this. Um, what she wanted to get across was that um, there's not going to be one blanket answer for all of these things because mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of an involved question. Um, but what she did say was that it sounds like there's some open communication to have about this, um, this significant other's experience. And then the partner simply asking um, – how can I support you in this? And, and what would make sex more, feel more safe or more fun uh, in our current relationship um, would probably help a lot. And she also suggested sex-positive therapy, uh, said that would probably um, be recommended for this person if they're not already getting it. So thanks, Anne Hottership, for uh, responding to that um, and giving us, you know, more professional insight. Mm -hmm. um, I think communication is, is huge. In the bedroom, yeah. Oh, my God, of course. Way huge. Like. Yeah. Communication is so important in relationships, like, but I think that it is... Something as intimate as sex, yeah. Exactly. Like, if we put so much, we put so much on communication in relationships, but kind of, I feel like, neglect communication in sex and mm -hmm. just expect things to kind of, like, fall into place and for us to kind of feel it out. Yeah. And it's like, no, you should just actually, like, talk about it because it actually makes it more fun for both of you mm -hmm. if you're, like... Hey, actually, I like it when you do this. And then it's like, great. Well, yeah, because even provided that both parties enjoy sex, not everybody gets the same thing out of it or even mm -hmm. likes the same thing. Um, yeah, and if, like, maybe somebody likes being, like, degraded, but then you're like, I don't know how to do that. Like, right. I don't want to be mean to you, you know. Um, that conversation should be had. But, yeah, it's um, – there, I mean, there's so many reasons why sex is not – enjoyable or even like good for somebody for even for a time or or i don't know maybe even ever like it might just mm -hmm. not be something that they're interested in um i mean i think also people go through i personally go through different waves where like sometimes i'm like it's just i i do, could care less for it and then other times i'm like randy as fuck and i'm the same way yeah yeah and i think that's the thing too is like because i also Sometimes I'm really into one thing, mm -hmm. and then a couple You're months so later, fixated on something. Yeah, yeah, and a couple months later, I'm really into something else. And I think that's why the communication is key. Because if you get used to this sexual pattern where you're like, "Oh, I know Haley really likes this, so I'm going to keep doing this right. during sex." Well, that's going to be great for a little while, but maybe once I start skewing towards this other sure. thing that I enjoy, that thing you keep doing, I'm not going to like as much. So, like, let's talk about it. It let's can feel out. awkward though to be like. I really need you to treat me like a dirty pig. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like, you know, how do you how do you big bring that up? Or but also more more to the question and more seriously, like it's I imagine it's probably very hard to tell your partner like I I'm not really interested in sex or or so this is this is hard for me, you know. Right. Yeah, and I think that like yes, I think there might be like a point where you realize this person may not be interested in sex like literally at all mm -hmm. like ever 
There uh, is such a thing like we talk about, you know, at least in with gay men or, you know, with actually with anybody, you know, there, um, you know, there can be a, a top or a bottom or verse. But there's also such a thing as side. And that's somebody who is not interested in penetrative sex at all. Mm-hmm. That's just off the table for them. Right. And I know some queer women like that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, but I'm sure it happens with straight people. So sure, I'm sure it happens yeah. with everybody. Um, if your partner is averse to sex, but wants to have sex like if they if they want to but like because of their There's something blocking them right because of whatever trauma yeah. or relationship they had it's either painful or it's brings up too many you know memories or, or whatever um i think that you can talk about like okay how do we take this slow i you also know? wouldn't go into any of those things i imagine like hoping that by doing this like oh we're gonna cuddle for a bit and then hopefully that'll be a gateway to something like no right right like if you're hoping to just to get something further out of it that's probably not the right way to no that's a good point like don't go into it like okay we're gonna do this little incremental thing and then being like oh this is going really well Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go whole hog into it like yeah if somebody sets a a boundary yeah that's a boundary that's a really good point too like if this person has a boundary and you you both are trying to figure it out, like respect that mm-hmm. boundary because honestly, what really is happening is you're building trust. Yeah. And if you can build trust with this person, then I think the sex will follow if this person wants to be sexually active. Right. You know? Yeah, totally. And then if need be, as Anne said, it might be worth just getting a consultation with a sex therapist. Absolutely. At the very least. Absolutely. Uh, This is from uh, Adam. Thank you, Adam, for sending that in. Uh, Adam asks, how do you get out of your head when meeting people for the first time? Mm. That's a good question. That's a great question. Woof. Yeah, because you want to put on a good first impression. Right. But you don't want to be too worried. And I'm wondering if Adam even means necessarily dating or just people in in general. general. Adam did say just when meeting people. So hmm. I'm going. Hmm. Hmm. I'm assuming it is dating just because we are such a sexy, sexy sex podcast. Um, you would think so because of the flame will come. All the flame will come. We just did. Uh, but we we are friends as well, <laughs> so <laughs> we know a little bit about that. Yeah. I think regardless, meeting people can bring out a lot of anxiety for a lot of people right i think that you and i group setting totally i think that you and i have the benefit of just happening to be people who are comfortable Mm -hmm. in in social gatherings sure whether it's like you know french friendship or or dating french friendship friendship (laughs) friendship (laughs) <laughs> what is a French friendship? <laughs> is it like French kissing? Yeah. It's like friendships, but the tongues are touching. <laughs> hey, Zach, good to see you. <laughs> um, sorry, what were you saying about friendship? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Who cares? Let's yeah. French. No. Um, no. Uh, so, no, I I think that, but I think sometimes I, I do get do get a little in my head. Mm-hmm. But I also think that if you're in a social setting, mm. you're not in an environment where people are like going to be like, Ugh, 
I don't want to talk to this person. Right. You know I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like you're already set up for success in a social setting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always hate like, because part of the answer is confidence, right? Mm-hmm. But I do always hate to say that because, you know, the then people are like, well, what if I don't have that? <laughs> Which right. is like fair. The um the, I think the biggest trick, is getting people to talk about something they're excited in somehow. Mm-hmm. Takes the pressure way off of you. Yes. And then you get to see them kind of light up. And then hopefully you'll get to talk about something. Like once you they talk enough, they're like, oh, I can grab on. Here's something I can talk about, you know. Or just get right. them to show you more pictures of their like, I don't know, their dog or house they're renovating. Or Ooh, that's a great way to get yeah. me on board. There you go. Ask me about my dog. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I think people love do love talking about themselves it feels like a social hack but or, it's yeah. like they really do mm-hmm. you can get them excited about something but also i think that's a good way to figure out the common ground mm-hmm. you know like uh let's oh zach what are you what are you working on what's that thing you have in your hand yeah. oh this is my oh. D character or oh whatever. my gosh like, if oh, you I notice yeah if you notice like a fun shirt they're wearing um, or uh, like a, if they have a piece of jewelry or something, hey, quick hint, they wore that because they think it's interesting. Yeah. They want people to talk about it. <laughs> they like absolutely, absolutely do. Right, right. And I think the best way to get out of your head mm-hmm. is to either get into someone else's mm-hmm. or like... Incept them. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, incept them. Incept That's a great them. idea. Get in there. Get your friend Leo to get in there. Get, get three in levels their down. Brain. And guess what? Then you know all their interests. But don't you get too deep. Don't, don't get too deep. Don't get too deep. If you don't wake Keep up, your totem. you die in the dream. You die for real. <laughs> and Marion Cotillard is not going to be able to save you then. No. Um, Her French friendship only goes so far. <laughs> um, but, I, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, I think, like, I think the reason you get in your head is mm-hmm. because... You're not talking to other people. Right. You're just like, you feel like you're this awkward duck on the side and you're like, oh, yeah, the, the, it feels like such a big wall to jump over um, Mm -hmm. that doing it all at once, it seems impossible. That's for sure. And honestly, like, I'm like Miss, or I used to be especially, but I miss go to a party where I only know one person there. Mm -hmm. And usually it's the host and... Like, the host is busy. And they're busy. So you have to make other friends. Yeah. And that was always like my challenge to myself mm-hmm. because I would know the host. They would invite me to a party. I knew I would know no one else there. Mm-hmm. I would purposely not bring anyone else there. Oh, wow. And that's how I would meet other people. Party on hard mode. I would party on hard mode. And I'd go there and say hi to the host. And then I would see a circle of, you know, obvious friends talking, right? Right. And you know what'll never happen is when you say, "Hey, can I join you guys?" No one's going. Yeah, they're not going to say no. Right. And if they do, that is psychotic. Right. So I think if you go to a place and and uh, you see a circle of people that look, you know, cool, and again, maybe you notice something like, "Oh, that guy's wearing a band I like shirt." Mm-hmm. Let me go in there. Hey, what's up? I'm Haley. Can I join you? Sure. Hey, great shirt. Hey, I love that love album that or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Then you're Boom. in. Then you've you're got in. some friends. That's it. Friendship unlocked. Yeah. How do y'all um, know each other? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you two are dating. Oh, where are you from? Yeah, that's it. It's easy. Again, it's like, get them to talk. That's them, that's exactly. the easiest hack that, for whatever reason, no one will tell you about. Yeah, except us. Yeah, for the low, low price. We're your real of friends. Oh yeah, you owe us a shit ton of money. 
if you don't send us by the end of the week or we will break your legs. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, it's uh, I think also, you know, it's good if you have one or two people there that you know, but you can't rely on them like a lifeboat the whole night, you know? Right. Like you have to, you have to spread your wings and fly and like find, Yeah. you know, if you're, if you're really looking to meet, meet new people, right. use that as a jumping off point. Mm-hmm. See, that's my problem. That's why I would purposely not bring yeah. anyone because I knew if I were to bring someone, it gets, yeah, I'd get comfortable. Yeah. I'd get comfortable in my little insular friendship mm-hmm. mode. Yeah. Which is fine. But I think if you really want to branch out, you, it's, you know, you got to really, you know, try. Mm-hmm. And it'll be a little, it's going to be a little uncomfortable. Sure. And you, honestly. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You have to rip off the band-aid. Right. And, and honestly, like sometimes you'll be in that group trying to talk to people and you're like, mm. No one's really, like, actually trying to communicate with me. And, you know, sometimes that'll happen. And then maybe you try another group. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> go to the bathroom and then try and join another group. And maybe there you'll find someone who's like, right. hey, what's up? Let's but, like, talk. you don't have to go into each situation feeling like, oh, I have to be the smartest or the funniest version of me right now. You know, like, it right. sucks to feel that way. And sometimes they're just, you have bad days. And, like, you, I, I've, I've had day, I have days where, like, I feel like, man... I have nothing funny or interesting to say. I don't like, you know, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, yeah. but like, you know, those are bad days and you hopefully, you know, have, you know, good days again soon, you know? Totally. I have days like that. Mm-hmm. Even on this podcast where I'm like, man, I didn't say, did I say anything? <laughs> didn't say, didn't say anything. We just fun. talked about burning cum for like <laughs> five minutes. Didn't say anything funny. Didn't say anything insightful. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I fucking doing? I have bad mm-hmm. days. We all have that. I'm just glad y'all are still listening after those bad days. Isn't I? There's like a, there's so many like studies about like how people are, like people see themselves as less like pretty or interesting or clever as everybody else sees them as. You know, like you're you're right. putting yourself at this much higher standard that nobody else can see. You know, nobody else can see this like, like this fake bar that you put for yourself. You know. Mm-hmm. Everybody's worried about – and the thing is everybody's worried about their own shit to yeah. even notice, like, what the fuck's going on with you, you know? Right, right. And, um, Adam, if you are asking about dating, I think the same rules apply. Mm-hmm. You know, like, ask this person questions. You know, if you're on a date and you realize, oh, no, it's there's a weird awkward silence. Ask them. I got What do I got to fill it? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like, first of all, don't be afraid of – of silence not mm-hmm. necessarily a bad thing silence is only what you make of it right um but also yeah That's ask them about sentence. them silence is only what you make of it it's yeah. good Ooh, i'm gonna write that it's very good um i also think people like shit on small talk and like small talk is it can be stupid but it's only stupid if you let it just be small talk and it don't, leads somewhere. it can lead somewhere totally something stupid like man it's been raining a lot Yep, cool. That was bad small talk. Right. <laughs> like, that was bad. Yeah, it's been raining a lot. Oh, my God. This thing happened in my car because it was raining so much. No way. You're, oh, my God. Your car crashed into my car. <laughs> we both have mercury. What's <laughs> That's going so on? That's so crazy. so crazy. What a weird meet cute. So, what a cool meet cute. <laughs> um, so, I hope that answers your question. Yeah. I think we came full circle there. And if not, if none of that works, maybe just keep a, a deck of Pokemon cards in your pocket. Learn magic. Learn, learn close-up magic. Or just learn magic. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's better than my thing. <laughs> learn close-up magic. Yeah. You will be the star of every party. 
And then if it sucks, you've got like a smoke bomb you can throw in that disappear. <laughs> and then you're like, great, out of it. Done. That feeling of like, oh, I wish I could just sink into the floor. Like you can just bam, do it. Right. You're magic now. Or if you suck at magic, you're still better at magic than everyone else in the room. That's true. They didn't even Unless try. Unless you're at the magic castle. Oh, then you're fucked. Then you're fucked. Get out of there. <laughs> Get out of there. Use that smoke bomb. <laughs> yeah, but they're going to see that coming. They're going to know. Away. They're going to fucking, Christ. they know the trick. What am I doing here at the magic you castle? the fucking emergency exit. Everybody great fucking suits. Oh, what power. is going on? Big deal. Oh, I'm such a God, I'm such a, I'm such a worst magician in the whole world. <laughs> And that's what it feels like sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so we get you. Yeah, we get you. We've been there, but we hope that helps. Yeah. I know we made fun of it by the end a little bit. Not fun of it, but it's more like that feeling you get. Yeah. It's so... It, the, it's a spiral. It's a spiral. You start to spiral. Yeah. Sometimes if you just say that stuff out loud, it's like, what am I... That's dumb. Yeah. Why am I being mean to myself? Yeah. It's so dumb. The feeling itself, having that feeling isn't dumb, but it's just... It, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's that's it for this episode. What did we learn today? That cum is maybe not, flammable. It's not. It's mostly <laughs> it's <not>. water, <laughs> but it makes great paint. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we. I mean, we also talked about. We did a lot of talking about meeting people. A lot of people are worried about meeting people. Yeah. How to meet people? What do I do when I meet people? Mm-hmm. What I meat think... do I give them when I meet them? <laughs> Yeah, I think that um, take comfort in the fact that everyone's trying to connect, and every, yeah, it's not easy for anyone. But I think every, I think most people are gonna try and meet you halfway. Mm-hmm. So just do your best. I don't think you have to be perfect, but you do have to try. Right, you should try. So, you gotta yeah. take that halfway step so right. that they can meet you. Again, there, I don't think most things in life that are worth doing are easy isn't that what people say mm -hmm. or most things in life Somebody that are says it. worth doing are going to be comfortable like i think a lot of things important are uncomfortable mm -hmm. and you just got to be willing to make yourself a little uncomfortable to to get those things yeah, yeah. it's just baby steps again right again. Yeah. yeah exactly that's it mm -hmm. yeah beautiful i love that well said as always thanks zach yeah um, but, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> what happened in the world? It's falling I like apart. blew it over like a fucking big bad wolf. <laughs> um, I feel like at least once an episode we do the equivalent of like an O. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually when we're both about to introduce probably the same segment. Yes. And they're like, oh, oh no you? you go. No right. you. Um, but I think we'd be remiss mm -hmm. if we didn't um, – thank our uh our the, the the man who made our uh our intro song and the little jazzy song that goes during each cold open that's right um our good good friend um barry anderson mm -hmm. who does all the music for our episodes um and we just want to thank barry so much you're so talented he is he really is he's incredible like he makes all kinds of music and it's all fucking dope and, and if you're uh, looking for a sound engineer yeah, that's true. Yeah. He helped like edit in our early, early, early episodes. Mm -hmm. um, just an all-around amazing musician, sound technician guy. Yeah. I don't know the official that's, whatever's. I think it's, that's it, yeah. <laughs> and the award for best sound, sound technician guy, guy. <laughs> goes, goes to, to Barry Anderson. <laughs> ah. 
<laughs> but uh, thank you so much, Barry. Yeah. Um, you are fantastic. Mm-hmm. We love you. Also, everybody who listens, you're fantastic. We love you as well. That's right. Yeah. Thank you so much to everybody who sent in questions. And uh, thank you, Advanced, to anyone else who sends future questions. Yeah. And please keep those coming. As we talked about earlier in the episode, we're kind of doing this every other episode now. Yeah. So please keep sending questions. And even if we don't put a post up that says, send us questions, send us questions anytime Mm -hmm. um, because we need them all the time now. We'll need them every other week, basically. So please keep sending those in. We also um, kind of did our um, our our previous episode, Living Positive, on suggestion from a friend of the show, Cheris. Um, and it's something we, that we've been thinking about as well. And then just her saying that, you know, she'd be interested was like, well, of course we're doing it. And, and so that was great. So anything you'd like to just hear as well, just let us know. Email us. Reach out. Yeah, that'd be great. Anytime you, you uh, think of a topic that you're like, man, I would love... For y'all to do an episode on this. Do you want to hear me come on and or set fire <laughs> to more things? Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> um, is come freezable, for example? Yes. <laughs> that I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Isn't there something called an Alaskan something Bullworm. something? <laughs> is that what that episode it's was big, about? <laughs> it's scary and it's pink. <laughs> But there's something, right, where you freeze cum into a dildo-esque thing, and then you put it I have n- in someone's n- asshole. It's probably, yeah, that's probably Urban Dictionary knows what I'm talking about. I'm sure. Yeah. My God. Anyway. <laughs> do you need a specific, like, ice tray for that? Do you, do you make it? Is that a custom mold? I don't know. We're going to dig deep into the world. <laughs> Cold frozen cum. cum. A frozen Look, thing. I'm sure a popsicle mold works great. In a pinch, it will. Yeah. But you know. You'll know the difference. You'll know. <laughs> and you'll feel it. And That's the guarantee. <laughs> um, uh, how much would you do to shove a clinic up your ass? <laughs> uh, yeah, great. What a great way to end the show. Yeah. Um, what else can you freeze and stick up your ass? Pretty much anything. <laughs> we'll find Except out. Except alcohol. Because right. it doesn't freeze. Yeah, but if you diluted it enough, if you made like a Arnold Palmer with a little vodka in there, froze that, put that up your butt. Probably don't. Don't do that. That's, no, no, that's no, a no. good way to get like really pe- – don't do that. <laughs> I, I rescind everything I just said. Don't stick Don't stick most don't things up your butt. Don't put vodka up your butt. Up your butt. <laughs> you can stick some things up your butt, but not don't most put, things. Don't put alcohol up But not butt. alcohol. Don't do that. That's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I know you thought it might be funny because you saw it in that one episode of New Girl and you're like, oh, sure. maybe that guy could do that. Like, don't do that. No, don't do Those that. Those aren't your role models, okay? <laughs> They're bad. We are. we are. We are. We've never <sighs> once made a, uh, a costume designer quit their job, okay? Well, speak for yourself. So. Oh, really? <laughs> All right. Wow. That's, that's, that's harsh. The costume designer of We're Not Together. Yeah. <laughs> you should see what we're doing right now. It's incredible. Uh, anyway, we can't unfortunately talk about it because we're almost out of time. Um, but thank you so much for listening. And again, like we said, thank you so much for uh, submitting your questions. Um, mm-hmm. Where can people find us online? Thanks for asking, Zach. Mm-hmm. If you want to submit more questions or any comments or anything, you can find us online at Instagram at Not Together Podcast, on Twitter at Not Together Cast, 
can find us on Facebook. Look up We're Not Together with Zach and Haley. It should pop up. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> or you easy can, to find. Or you can email us at nottogetherpodcast at gmail.com. And also, we're, our podcast is in so many places you can listen to it. It's true. Just a reminder. You're probably listening to them right now. <laughs> you are. But we are on, if, if you all didn't see, we're on Spotify now. Mm-hmm. Um, so please take a listen on that. Yeah, so many different ways to pod. Um, yeah, thank you so beautifully. Said, There's more than one way to always. skin a podcast. It's true. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah, you can't uh, swing a dead podcast around without hitting. There's a lot of sayings about dead cats. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah, what's up with that idioms? Also, well, probably just somebody Why picked you... up a bunch of them after they were raining cats and dogs. Or something. <laughs> and like, what am I going to do with all these? I don't know, skin them, I guess. <laughs> Fling them around by the tail. Well, dead dog, not enough dead dog saying that. No, only sleeping ones. Sleeping dogs. But lie. you should not bother them. Don't let dead, just let dead dogs lie, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Wonderful. Thank you so much for listening. Um, signing off, my name's Zach. And I'm Haley. We're not, We're not together. together. Bye. Bye. We're Not Together is produced, hosted, and edited by Zach Ogle and Haley Manrique. And our intro music and theme song is composed by Barry Anderson.